I was like Ric Flair. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Axe and Iron Podcast, the greatest podcast on earth about nonsense. I am Chris Cash from Mouthfield Metalworks, joined by my co-host, Roy the Psychopath Scott from Vintage Axe Works. Oh, yeah. Did you get more stupid tattoos on your neck? No, I'm actually, I'm going next week to get more. Yeah, I'm going to get the, I'm getting the back of my neck done. So what are your thoughts on... Here, here we fucking go. Deja vu. It's real. It is, right? It's fucking real, 100% real. So what do you think the, the memory is of you? So if, if for those of you listening, if you don't know what deja vu is, you've been living under a rock your entire life. <laughs> so what do you think the memory is that you're re-seeing? Re-seeing? So living for, over me, again? for me, it's a little different. And okay, let's hear it. it. it actually of course happened. it is. Well, that's fair. It happened last night, actually. Um, okay. I was talking to my wife, uh-huh. and I have already have had have you a pause, dream. Of, you, wait, dreams different though. But it's but I've had a dream, uh-huh. and it plays out exactly identical, like, identical to the dream that I've already yeah. had. And it could be months ago, maybe a year ago. But in that moment, you're like, I have done this before, right? And, and like you know exactly what's going to happen, what the other person's going to say, and you're like, I said this, and then you fucking say but it. Still, but it's still a little cloudy. Like you yes. couldn't like yeah. you couldn't like recite exactly what they're gonna say before they say it. No, 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 no. But I like, can. When it ha- no, you can't. Come I on. I can. I fucking it- can. Okay. Okay. Now you're like a wizard. You can see it in your crystal well, ball. See, so I'm talking about when it happens like in person and it's happening to you and you're experiencing it, and then you're you don't want to tell it. Like, say it's somebody you don't really know, but you mm-hmm. you know you've had that exact conversation before, and the the exact place and the exact things are. All right, you're going being really vague. Hit me with what happened. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I've been thinking about it. me and Amy were talking about it the other night, and she said the same thing. Like, I think it's already happened before, and I'm like, well, what does it mean? Are we like living in a simulation? It is are we reborn? Have we been reincarnated, and we're just repeating the same thing over again until we get it right? Because um, I mean, like, you could just. You could have the most vivid, like, exact experience twice. Yep, absolutely. And, and then there's zero explanation for it. Glitch in the Matrix. Yeah. So think about... But it's real. It's got to be real. Like, and, and why doesn't anybody talk about it? Because it's superstitious. It's fucking... No, it's not, though, because if you can, like you just said, you can recite exactly what someone Exactly. Said. <laughs> that's bizarre because I can't do that. It's still kind of foggy. You know the things like you're like in the situation going, oh, this has already happened. And we already mm-hmm. talked about this exact thing. And then you yeah. walked out that door at that exact moment after I was done talking. It's like, huh? It, it's I don't dude. It's there's so many things that are un, unexplainable. Right. That and you and I have talked a little bit about this, about the. Freaking galaxies, the universe, yeah. and all this stuff. Infinity. And, dude, like, whenever you start to think about how big things are, how small things are, how... Think about a bug, okay? Yeah, we're you bugs. We are bugs. We're bugs. Floating in, exactly floating in darkness. So you can take a bug, 
to say it's an ant. And you can put your thumb on that ant and rub it into the ground, and it effectively disappears, right? Right, right. In an instant. Right. That could happen to us at any fucking moment of something that we are completely oblivious to. Okay, well, I wasn't getting that morbid with it. I was just saying, like, I agree with you that we're like, I I agree that we could get deleted at any time, too. But I'm just saying, I think in the grand scheme of things, it's pretty bizarre that we're just this tiny blip. Mm -hmm. And then, like, say our whole life is, say we live to be a 100. Yep. Just use a nice round number. Uh It's still in the grand scheme of things. It's a blip. It's insignificant. Blip. Insignificant. So what does that, so, like, what does all that mean? Like, nothing that we do matters? Or make every moment count? Or, like, how do you you balance Yeah, I don't want to turn this into a home goods sign you hang on your wall that's painted. But but I am saying, like, I don't know. It's pretty strange, though, if you think about it. Like, the whole, not that I haven't been getting deep or anything lately. I'm just, I was just genuinely curious about deja vu because it, something happened the other day where I was like, this already happened this exact same way. And, okay, I already so, know the outcome of what's right. going to happen. Not that it's a, and you know what? You never have deja vu in a dramatic moment. That's exactly what I was going to ask you. Was it's it always, insignificant? Just like a, of some, course, they always yeah, are, right? They like always never, freaking are. You can never deja vu a car accident right, or like right. you cut I picked the right or, lotto number. Right, right, right. No. It's like insignificant nonsense, meaningless conversation. Yeah. Kind of like this podcast. I feel like we've already had this conversation. (laughs) You know what? What's really weird is I can remember the very first time it happened to me. And I was a kid. Okay, that's weird. I know, it is. Because I don't want to say it had such a profound impact on me, but it, like, I, it, it, I, well, it had to have some like, sort of impact if you're like, well, it scared how old me, are you now? You're right? like 59 and you're having, I'll, you can, you can remember. next week, bitch, and I'll be Is it really? Yes. Oh, okay. The you're 12th. 46? I'm 45 right now. Don't Bro, fucking look at me like that. you are a rough no, 45. I'm a handsome motherfucker. Oh, my God. All I gotta do is match these baby boys. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what was the experience you remember from a childhood? Like, say, how uh, old are you, 10? Um, probably around there. So 35 years ago. And it was something exactly like we're talking about. Very insignificant. We had this green refrigerator, double, double door refrigerator, that avocado green. Um, and we used to have these magnets that were, Uh they were like a metal clip magnet. So they were like Uh a metal clippy do. Yeah. Like a chip clip. Yeah. Yeah. Clip with a magnet on it. Yep. Yep. Um, and it was stainless steel. Or like Chrome yeah, report cards on them. Yeah, just yeah. Know, bullshit. Yep. And I rem- and I remember just taking that thing off of the refrigerator, right? And looking at it about and looking how the magnet was attached to the body, the casing of that clip, yeah. and just looking at it, going, "That's cool." That's weird. And then just putting it right back on the refrigerator, and then walking out the door. Like wait, that's, wait, that's all wait, it was. I, that was it. That was it. So wait, you did it when you I were did 10. it in my. Dr- so I did it in a dream that I had had, like I said, weeks or months, maybe a year before. See, I think and the then, dream thing is weird because you could just, like, subconsciously be no. or acting like, out the dream. Dude, whenever it freaking happens, it's yeah. so crystal clear. Just like right. last night, like, I knew exactly what she was going to say, and she said it. Uh, and okay. I knew exactly what I was going to say, and I said it. It's very fucking weird. 
you're kind of acting out something like if that in that is how so how could I have a dream? How could I? Well, dude, I've I've talked about Michael Myers. You think you think there's? (laughs) I wonder what part of the brain. I mean, I'm sure we can look it up, but I'm not going that deep into this conversation. What part of the brain holds the? Because you ever have like this has been happening to me. Maybe this is where this is coming from, but I've been having these really like vivid dreams, like they Mm -hmm. feel. You know the ones where you wake up in a panic or you're short yeah, of yeah, breath because yeah. you've been running or something and like while well, you're running? Oh shit! In the dream, in the dream. <laughs> yeah, that's never gonna happen. Um, but like you can wake up and you know you just had this crazy experience, but mm-hmm. then like you couldn't, you couldn't recite five seconds of the dream. Yep, yep, yep. But you feel like you were in there for like eight hours. Mm-hmm. So it, the it entire feels like time you were sleeping. So just think about the movie Inception. You see that yeah. one? Yeah, of course. So, so think about that. Like, it, Leonardo 15 DiCaprio, seconds could be like yeah. two days and shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You ever get those ones where you uh, you set an alarm oh, and, yeah. to get up, and, and then you wake up, you turn the alarm off, like you hit snooze, like, oh, I'm going to get 10 more minutes in. Oh, okay. And you close your eyes for 10 minutes, literally, and you have like this big, Great, yes. <laughs> you're yes. like... You wake up, you're like, what just happened? Like, why did that just happen in five minutes? I don't know. Like, like, you wake up at 7.30, and then you look at the clock again, it says 8 a.m., but you had this dream, like, like it was like two you, days. you had a whole lifetime. Yeah, like, this whole like crazy thing. Yeah. And, you know, I was talking to this guy that we mutually know that um, uh, does DMT a lot, and he was talking. Pi- Pirate Forge? No, 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 no. <laughs> Wayne is just high on life. <laughs> oh, dude, that dude's fucking nuts. But he, he was he's explaining fucking that rooster, 15 he's rooster minutes. High. <laughs> yeah. Uh, explaining that in like 15 minutes, uh-huh. uh, being high on DMT can sometimes be days. Yeah. He said he had one where it was like 100 hours, and he remembers the 100 hours. Like That's fucking nuts. And I got all this on uh, tape. I taped mm-hmm. it all. I did like a little mini documentary about it. Oh, yeah, 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 but yeah. But I have yeah. no idea what to do with it. It is oh, the most yeah. fascinating discussion. It doesn't fall in any of right. our wheelhouses anywhere. But uh, he let me film it and talk to him about it and was totally cool with me posting it somewhere. But I'm like, I don't know how to post this. <laughs> I don't think I have the right audience for this conversation. Yeah. It was a great conversation. When I finished the conversation, I wanted to try DMT, but oh, shit. Was, uh, yeah, it was wild, mm-hmm. just the way he mm-hmm. did, maybe not the way the way he describes it. But um, yeah, and he was saying that that when he trips on that shit, that it feels like you know he could trip for five to fifteen minutes, but it feels like hours inside that realm, if you will. I don't know where all this shit's coming from. I was just thinking about deja vu. And thought it was interesting that uh, we can recite, well, especially you saying that you can recite exactly what's happening. Exactly. As it's happening. I was more talking about, like, as you're going throughout your day and you have these little experiences, mm-hmm. like, and you're like, whether it be like a five-minute conversation or something, you're like, wow, this this literally already happened. I remember all of this exactly. I remember what everybody was wearing. I couldn't say what they said, but that's just what made me being dumb. <laughs> But have you ever came out of a dream, but you can't you can't recite like you know big portions of the dream, like say yeah. an alligator's attacking you at a pond or Ooh, something. While you're I like fishing. where this is going. No, you know what I'm saying. Like <laughs> yeah, you're fishing yeah. at a pond, you're catching like big bass, but then this alligator comes up and it grabs your leg. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, you don't remember anything like the five hours before like that? Like how you the got five, there. Yeah, you don't remember anything no. after that or anything before that, and you're, you're just, just like... just in it. I had this dream this alligator bit my leg. <laughs> you wake up and, and you're like, this alligator and, bit my leg, and it hurt, and I woke up in a panic, and I swore there was an alligator in the house. <laughs> and and whenever you tell someone, like, oh, listen to yeah. this dream I just had, yeah. you can you never... Like a moron. You sound like a moron. No. You can never yeah. articulate. I know you don't know what that means, but you it's can't something ever... to do with ar- It's something to do with the way you build a building. I think so. Yeah, um, you can you... go to school to be an articulator. <laughs> Maybe that's an architect. <laughs> but you can never explain in the moment, like, you know, Michael Myers is after me, and in the moment, I am fucking terrified. You I are had... hung up on Mr. Myers. Dude, well, oh, listen, I had one. I'm not, I, I don't want to go no, no, Michael no, 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 Myers. No, 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 you're wearing like a blade. I'm scared <laughs> of Chucky. <laughs> shut up. Just shut your face. So scared you're wearing, you're wearing a Blade Show shirt, right? Oh, I am. You yeah. spotted that just from, oh, I guess it does say Cole. It says Blade Show. Yeah. So I had a dream that Michael Myers was in the fucking, uh, the where the pit is, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where you can see all the way around, uh, whatever right. that is, whatever hotel that is, and fucking Michael Myers was coming to get like me. up on the balcony, like in the balcony. So I'm I'm already afraid of heights, and then yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. This this idiot, and I think he was wearing like a white tuxedo, which is weird because he doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Myers would never wear a white tuxedo. I know tuxedo. that's just not his mo. I mean, it's a fucking it's a coveralls or nothing. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so, like, that one was terrifying. But my point is, whenever you try to, like, you're, you're making fun of me because yeah. Michael Myers, not after you again. Yeah. But in the moment, it is so real and it is so terrifying. And you wake up and you're just like, oh, fuck. I, just, I guess I just, because I just, the reason I'm making fun of you is because I have, like, if you have, like, say, like, a nightmare, and I'm doing, mm-hmm. like, air quotes, a dream that's super scary. I don't believe in nightmares. I'm just, like, like I'm just telling shit. you how to fucking nightmare. But what I'm saying, I'm saying, I like, believe in it. Uh, fictional characters are kind of, like, BS, right? Like, anytime I've had a terrifying dream, it's been of mm-hmm. something that could actually happen. Like, you know, as a 45-year-old man, that Michael Myers isn't going to stalk you at Blade Show. But <laughs> when you put it that way, but you could get bit by an alligator in a pond in Florida while fishing. You know what I mean? So like the uh, you okay, like way, you know what I'm saying? You, like I, yes, I, I get that. About, like fictional things happen. Like so, it's have not the, always Michael had the Myers. It can be some like yeah, but it could be like some faceless person fucking right. running after you with a fucking knife. I think you watch too much, too many scary movies. You know where you know where a lot of this stuff might be coming from. You ever heard of this um, this series on Netflix called Black Mirror? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've seen a few episodes. Yeah, that is a trippy show. So the new season just got released. Oh shit! And I was like, I've been trying. See, I haven't watched a movie. I tell everybody this, but nobody really like whatever. I haven't seen a movie since Avatar came out in theaters. What? And that that was like in. 20 years ago. ago. Yeah, I mean, I've seen bits and pieces of movies, but I haven't, like, sat down and actually watched a movie start to finish. Um, And so I've started to watch, like, Netflix after the day's over Mm -hmm. and, like, kind of sit down like, oh, let's see. what. Okay, so 2009. That's not that long ago, right? There's people listening. Uh, (laughs) I was born in 2000. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I was nine. Anyway, uh, so I started watching couple of the new episodes of black mirror mm-hmm. and for anybody who's curious or i know you've heard about the show it is phenomenal 
it gives you this dystopian skewed view that kind of rides the line of reality and fiction at the same time. And when I say reality, I mean like current reality, like the way the world's going right now. Mm -hmm. Um, There's no like specific topic that it dwells on. It's like each episode. Yeah, they're different too, right? Yeah, it's like 45 minutes to 50 minute episodes. Really, really well done. Uh, some of them are super crazy and over the top, and some of them yeah. hit, hit like really close to home, <laughs> like weird stuff that's going on. You know, whether it be politically or just on the mm-hmm. broad scope of the world. And I've been watching some of those. Some of them are really stupid, though. You know, within the first five minutes, you're like, I'm sure. watching this shit. Yeah. Well, there's like some you know android that's gonna kill everybody or some mm. stupid shit like that. But a couple yeah. of them are really wacky. Um, so I started watching that. Kind of got hooked on it and started, you know, you watch one, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I got to see what the next one is. Yep. They always end, uh, you never get a real ending, uh, like, yeah, you never get like a beginning, there's not like a setup, a midpoint, yeah. and an end. This is just like, it'll literally start off with a giant car wreck or something. Right, right, And then right, you right. figure out like, how did that get to that yeah. car wreck? And then it doesn't there's like end. weird, it weird timelines. Yeah, and, it doesn't give you this. Like, oh, and everybody lived happily ever after. Yep. They literally yeah. just end the show. Yeah. Like, they make you think about, like, what you just watched. Yeah. And it's like, holy shit. That is so, some I watched weirdness. something in a very similar to what you're talking about. So I Googled, um, oh, I was looking for, like, movies, like, I don't know, like, cliffhanger movies. but Yeah, then yeah, I, thrillers kind of. Yeah, I yeah. stumbled across this website, and I have oh, a bookmark. Okay. Have, and... It's for movies that just make you like, like after the movie's over, you're like in silence. Like yeah. you're like, what the fuck did I just watch? Like Inception. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I've watched a few. I can't remember what they are, but I've watched a few movies, and like you're saying, you're like, what the what the, what like that's not supposed to happen. Like that's, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. What the fuck did you? Where, Amy, where did my my wife will be so into an episode. Like, mm-hmm. she's waiting for the punchline, waiting for the big climax, the big finish, and then she's like, wait, this is how it ends? I'm like, <laughs> every show is like yeah. this, and it's so addicting. She's like, that was so stupid. Because being <laughs> a person, like, your your brain gets wired to, like, I want the beginning, the middle, and the end. Yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. know, does everybody die, or does everybody live? And this show just, like, it just ends. Yeah. <laughs> like, right? It'll be in the middle of dialogue sometimes. Somebody will be talking, the scene will be like half shot, and, and it, the show just ends and it goes to the next one. And it, and all the stories are different. Yeah. They're, they're subtle. If you really watch a lot of them, and I've noticed this <clears throat> with series before, it's pretty clever. They'll use subtle similarities in yep. different episodes, but it's mm-hmm. like a character will eat the same candy that they, uh, that a previous character right, ate in yeah. another, you know, like they love peppermint. Uh, sure. patties or something and like then you watch like three episodes later and there's a guy that loves peppermint patties it's like oh I see mm-hmm. kind of like inserting yeah yeah kind of crazy like that um but no I think maybe that's why I've been thinking about all this crap because you watch that show and I know television movies and stuff kind of have an influence on your brain but I've been watching a lot of that going this is this is kind of wild because some of them are creepy some of them are too close to like what's going on and like what could happen as far as uh-huh. like AI and you know mm-hmm. the internet, social media, you know, it's like things get a little too like holy shit, 
this is like happening right now, but the bad part hasn't happened yet, but it could happen. You know, it's like, it shows you like what could happen if things went this way or that way. It's kind of wild. So, so I view all this stuff as, you know, you, you watch movies that, you know, they're going to be like fucking apocalyptic or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so a lot of those Do you think movies, stuff is getting too stale, too? I wanted to bring that up, too. Like, I haven't uh, watched a movie. I think that's what partly drew me to that. But, like, I was I, – I'm I wanted to watch a movie, like a uh-huh. two-hour long. Yep. Give me the, give me the beginning, middle, and yep. end. However, mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing that's, like – you can figure a movie out in 15 minutes now. Yeah. You literally know – who the killer is, you know who the thief is, you know yeah. how, how they're going to get all the money at the end, you know, you know, this person dies. You literally can tell that in 15 minutes. There's nothing original and like, and everything's a remake. <clears throat> everything's like you a fucking remake. movies and you're like, oh, I remember this, this is from mm-hmm. 95, and then you click yeah. on it, it's like 2022. Like, yeah, you it's don't like, need to fucking wait, make Footloose You guys again. redid it, and it's crap, it's like yeah. literal crap. I just think the originality and the ideas have, like, diminished. So, we, so we're on series on Netflix, right? Uh-huh. So we watch a bunch of different series, murder, mystery, kind of bullshit stuff, uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. And so we finished one, which was uh-huh. a really good series. It's called In the Dark, this blind chick. Okay. Just a fucking train wreck. It's kind of Now, are these long... fiction or true yeah. stories? No, oh, okay, okay. Fiction, bullshit okay, stuff. gotcha. And gotcha. it's a really good series. But it's one of those ones that they set it up to fucking, like, for the next season. Yeah. And it never happened. And you're like, all right, I can get behind that ending. I, I like that because it's, okay. not, tip, it's not typical. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we started a new series. And fucking, we started it last night. Uh-huh. First 15 minutes, I'm going, this movie is, for, this this scene is a fucking remake of, a of, 19, of an 80s movie called Duel by fucking right. Spielberg. Okay. And and Brooks like, what's dual? And I said, it's a guy that's getting chased, run down by a fucking semi. So did what you happens? pull it up and watch the? So, and she was like, what happened? I go, that's the movie. The whole I fucking that. movie. I remember is a chase that movie. movie. Yeah, I remember that movie. So I'm just like, wait, who was the main character in that? Wasn't it like uh, it was it, somebody big, right? It was someone big. I looked it up last night. Was um, it like Kurt Russell or something? No, it was someone else. Okay, uh, anyway, finish the story. You, you're saying this is a repeat of a thing you've already seen. So I'm like, I go on the fucking internet and I and I'm typing the the series show, and the first thing that comes up is this series a remake of Duel. Yeah, and, like it happens in the desert, and it fucking oh, like, just so you yeah. know that movie's from seventy five. Seventy whatever, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um. Who was in it? Who starred in it? It was like one dude. Uh, David Mann, Dennis Weaver. Dennis Weaver, yeah. Yeah, who was like a 70s person, I yeah. guess. Mm-hmm. That's interesting that you knew that, though. Man, you are freaking old. You knew the director? Well, Spielberg. <laughs> I know, but it was in the 70s. It's not Titanic Spielberg or, like, Jurassic Park. Uh, that was James Cameron. Yeah. Jurassic Park Spielberg. Sorry, movie nerds. Relax. <laughs> Chill out. Chill out. I know a couple of you just raised it off. No, oh, God. Don't do it. Especially my fool boys out there, movie nerds. I don't watch no. movies like that. Anyway. So we're watching it, and then it, like, after the main intro scene, it, it cuts to something completely different. And the internet is going crazy. Like, is this just a complete fucking ripoff of Duel? And the yeah. answer is no. But the opening scene, like, 
is exactly like, the play same. Play by play by fucking yeah. play. Like what? what why do you know they what the do number that? one question on Google is? What? what is the point of the movie Duel? <laughs> <laughs> there That's you hilarious. Go. But anyway, uh. so but what I was talking about apocalyptic stuff is yeah. I think. Whenever you watch those movies, a lot of them kind of have, like, in the background, someone's eating, you know, breakfast or whatever, the family's sitting around, and in right. the background, there's, like, a TV playing, and it's, like, yeah. a, a real, like, newsreel. Right. And it's like a and virus giving, fucking, it's, like, yeah. given, and you have to fucking, like, pay it, like, most people pay attention to, like, oh, what are they eating? Is that fucking avocado toast? But and it's like, the, always the, the all, it's always the subtle hint, yeah. the audio in the back, and you're, like, all right, I'll see where this looking thing is going. And I think that in our lifetime, like, that shit is actually going to be real. And we're going to see fucking shit. Like, yeah. the news real fucking clips. Yeah. And then something real That's bad is going to fucking happen. Because I watched this episode of Black Mirror last night. It's called Kill the DJ. Oh, yeah. And I'm thinking, the, when you see a title to one of these, a lot of them don't make sense. <laughs> Maybe they made sense to the director at the time. Right. Um, but or it's so, some small little nugget that if so you're not small paying, little nugget that you, yeah, you have to really you have to watch it. Yeah. So the whole time I'm like, this episode's happening. It's 45 minutes, not that long. And what does this have to do with the DJ? Who? Where, where are we kill? Where are we killing somebody? Literally, the episode ends. The song that come on is something to do with kill the DJ. There you go. That was it. That was it. Had nothing to do with the show. <laughs> They're in a bar. Jukebox starts playing. And the black there. screen comes up, and it's Kill the DJ. It comes on the radio. There That's it. So it's like, but it has zero to do with the episode. It was kind of kind of wild. But talking about what you were saying, like you always have to pay attention, to like in the background. And I think your your brain kind of gets wired to sometimes see that if you're watching a movie, like a genre that you watch all the time, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. thrillers or something. Right. You know, it's like the alien attack thing, and the aliens attack. Will be playing on the screen, right? As they're eating breakfast or lunch right. or dinner, and it happens but then in they, some other country, or they something. don't realize it, and then they look outside, and all of a sudden there's laser beams right. coming out of the right. sky. And stuff. I was like, wait a second, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I think it's like because people get so numb to the bullshit, like there's so much bullshit on TV. It's kind of like what's that? What is this saying? They say life in what is it? Life in in, in interpreting art or art interpreting light? Is that the words? I don't, I don't know, know what you're talking imitating, about. Imitating, life imitating art, art imitating life. I, I think that's know. what they're doing in a lot of those shows. It's like they're saying that uh, people are kind of numb to television anymore. So I like it whenever – I just I just call it the Ned Stark. You know who Ned Stark is? Of course. <laughs> All right. I like, I like Ned Stark kind of freaking plot twists. Oh, where, yeah, where he dies in the second episode. Yeah, yeah. you're like, <laughs> what the fuck? I was not yeah. expecting that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hence why that's touted as one of the best shows that's ever oh, happened sh- ever is so because good. the plot twists and the character yeah. development and you fall in love with this person, uh, mm-hmm. you know, as a and character. They just, and you don't know and if they're going to die. Get, they just yeah. get deleted on the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even exist anymore. And so, people rebel and then they... <laughs> Yeah. So that show that we just finished, the the finale, like I said, it wasn't set up for a finale, but it was yeah. like, this could have been an, a Ned Stark kind of thing. And you're right. like, did that really fucking happen? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a really good show. I like stuff like that. I like stuff like you're saying that makes you think. And that's why I'm kind of going back to this. It's like movies 
are just so stale now. Like, everything is stale. There's nothing that I can think of that's like, what are you going to get, like, a shoot 'em up kill 'em all movie? Mm-hmm. You know, the, the fucking crime, uh, you know, all the boys stealing from the head yeah. rich guy. Well, one last job. Yeah, one last mm, job. Yeah. Hang on, I just or, got out of prison. I can't go back to prison. Do this one last job yep. for me. That's like every movie now. Or like, or the retired cop. Like, yeah. we need to come on back. Retired okay. detective. Come on, Chris Cash. We got we to gotta put lot, this guy away. I, I don't think they're, I don't know. There's nothing fresh. If anybody thinks of anything fresh, hit me up. There's nothing fresh, though. Everything is regurgitated horseshit, and that's a thing that's been said for years. Like, how many mm-hmm. Godzilla movies do we have? <laughs> really? Like, come on. Like, Godzilla movies were filmed, like, in the 50s. We're still rehashing these? There's still a brand new one? Like, how many times can you tell that story and make it original? You can't. It's done and over with. Giant lizard attacks people. <laughs> Giant lizard becomes friend and attacks well, the thing that's... And, and then, then they fucking just beat a fucking dead horse because they had success like fucking Top Gun Maverick. I just read something like a week ago, two weeks ago that Tom Cruise is talking to the main fucking kid actor. Like there's going to be a number three. Don't fucking make a number three. Yeah. Just leave it. Let it die. They should, they should have fucking killed Maverick. That would have been the perfect fucking ending. But so many like big movies like that are, are afraid to fucking have a Ned Stark fucking, like, well, not only that, I think when these actors get so big, they're allowed to write in their contracts, like, I'll do your movie, but you cannot kill me. <laughs> you know, I swear, I swear that's a real thing. <laughs> like, I will do this, but I, my character cannot be killed off. I will do your Good movie. Grief. That's a real thing. I bet you That's real that lame. Up, you'll probably see that Tom Cruise has that in, like, his cross. He can't die, like, any he of the Mission Impossibles. That's why they have nine Mission Impossibles really? and, you know. What are we on? Number 12, Fast and Furious. Oh, God, come on. I heard this thing Rick Rubin said the other day. He says, uh, you got to make – really, Rick Rubin, if you've never listened to an interview with him, listen to an <laughs> interview with him because that dude is like – He's got his own he podcast. Is, he is, Does he really? Yeah. Are you sure? Positive. I know he does a lot of interviews, but I know he had his own podcast. Dude's a freaking crazy record producer. I mean, just phenomenal. Uh, beyond that, though, he's, like, living on a different plane. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. is on a different plane. But he said something about uh, you should never be making art. Whatever you're making, you should never be making it for someone. And then okay. when he said that, you know how I always say that shit to you? And I always came – I thought, I like, I was, I just make the shit for myself. If somebody likes it, great, they can buy it. Yeah, you yeah. know, and he says, like, art shouldn't be made by for for somebody. Mm-hmm. He's like, and then he goes, why do you think all the movies suck now? And this was him saying this. Just recently I saw this little clip, and he said, that's why all the movies suck now. They're making it for the mainstream. Sure. Like, they're making it for the profit, for the dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's why we have 12 Fast not, and Furious. Not the story. And, yeah, that's why we have 12 Fast and Furiouses and 10 Godzilla movies and 10 Transformer movies, because they know they can generate income. Oh, but don't even get them, started on Marvel movies. Good yeah, God. none of them are good. Yeah. You never, like, nobody leaves like, oh, my God, that was such, like, a great experience. Like, you used to back in the day. Like, you could think of a badass movie you went and saw or, or just watched at home or whatever. You're like, damn, that was good. That was original. That was fresh. Like, yep. it's like I've been dabbling in, like, different podcasts and stuff. That's funny you brought up Rick Rubin had a podcast. I never even knew that. But I was looking for, like, some fresh shit because everything is so stale now. Like, okay. everything I listen to is just, like, it's like deja vu. Oh, fuck. Every podcast I listen to, 
I'm like, oh, that's cool. I just heard that on another person's podcast. The exact mm-hmm. same thing that you're saying right now. Wow. You're interviewing the same person that was on their podcast right. a few weeks ago. You guys are talking about the exact same stuff you talked about two months ago. It's like it just gets like, ugh, ugh. So I did something for my With wife. With that being said, thank you to our sponsor today, WhiskeyRiverTradingCo.com. <laughs> thank you, Brandon, for all of your uh, tools, council tools, axes, handles. Head over to Whiskey <laughs> Whiskey River Trading Whiskey and your River sticker Trading. packs. And your sticker packs. Anyway. So I did something really fun for Christmas. We haven't talked since then, I don't think. I don't know. Fuck, whatever. But I last, did okay, here's the – no, not whatever, because here's the conversation – the last conversation I had with you. Okay. It may have been – the last actual conversation was the last podcast we had. Then randomly mm-hmm. you send me a text yeah. of all these fire trucks. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Street, oh, in yeah. your front yard. Your your house is wide open. There's people yeah. going in and out, and you just pan to your garage, and then you shut it off. This is at 10 o'clock at night. I text back and say, what's going on, or something like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? You okay? Silence. Nothing. Till like, two days later. Oh, man. This is crazy. Let me tell you what happened. Go ahead. Tell the story. So, all This right. is a good PSA, too, for everybody mm. out there that thinks what he's mm-hmm. about to say is horseshit. Because I don't really... We actually just had it happen a couple days ago, too, and Matt always thought it was horseshit, and he's like, anyway, tell your story. Tell what happened. So I don't you don't really have know to what... give this big giant. It's a pretty okay. short story. Just tell it the way you told me the first time, like a so, week ago. I'll, I'll just lead out with the punchline. Uh, yeah. my, house, my house nearly burned down. Um, so That's I, not even the good part of the punchline. The good part of the punchline is you're like in a $100,000 remodel of your entire oh. house right now. So your yeah. house is gutted. It's getting yeah. all brand new everything Every, put everything. in it downstairs. Yeah. And yeah, like everything. It almost burned to the ground. Almost burned to the fucking ground. Like I don't know how close, but like literally minutes. So um I go over to my in laws uh whenever Kentucky basketball plays, typically on Tuesdays and Saturdays. So it's Tuesday night. Kentucky basketball playing, playing late in the evening. So I go over there and I come back home, and you know, like, it doesn't matter if, like, your house is about ready to burn down, the car's getting ready to explode, you fucking open the door, or you fucking unlock something, and you know something, instantly, something is fucking wrong. Just, right. you, you don't know what it is, like, something is not right. Yeah. I went, I went over to my cats, they're all fucking, like, like, they have allergies or something, just, like, fucking, just mucus bullshit, like, pouring out of their fucking noses. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I can smell something, but, like... Not terrible. So I get on my fucking phone, and uh, I'm like, I got <laughs> going, what does fire what? smell like? What? No. <laughs> so I run downstairs. So I, I open up my fucking um, my app for my, my furnace system and all that. Okay. <laughs> because yeah. I, I'm in a like kind of a panic mode. Like, is this is a new feature on. that you just recently got? Like no, within the last I, year, you got yeah, your furnace, Bluetooth yeah. furnace, pretty much. Exactly. So, yeah. Wi Fi, no big deal. So, I can. Um, <laughs> they have Wi Fi in Kentucky now? Oh, I mean. Thanks, Elon. Yeah, Thanks really. That that's, God, that's, God, that's really fucking yeah. coming in. So, I go downstairs. The first thing I do is I go into the mechanical room where the furnace is and everything. Um, and everything looks fine. So, I just I get on my phone, I turn off the furnace because, whatever. 
And then I go into the back room where we're making their, their gut in the very back room, putting in a shower and finishing out a whole bathroom. And I open that fucking door and it's like Kurt Russell and fucking backdraft, dude. It's like, this fucking wall of, I don't know what hit me. And I was like, Oh fuck, something is not good in here. And it wasn't, it wasn't fucking fire. It wasn't like traditional smoke, like a campfire smoke. Right. But it was so fucking harsh and super chemically and really fucking acidic. And my eyes and fucking nose just started running like crazy. Okay, so get to the point with what happened. How did that happen? So I call fucking 911, and I said, I think my house is about ready to catch on fire. I don't know what's going on, but something is in the basement. Get over here double time. They don't. Well, Um, they have methane they're dealing with right now. So they send over Johnny Law. Uh-huh. And he's like, and he, you know, he gets out of his car and he's like, what's going on? He's like, what's the problem here in this what? town, yeah. boy? Yeah. And I'm staying in the garage and he, and he comes up to the garage. He's like, I can smell whatever's going on in there. And he walks downstairs and I go, dude, you're going to have to hold your freaking breath. And it's in the back room. And I walk down with him and we get to the bottom of the steps. We don't even go into the back room. Yeah. And he, he get, immediately gets on the radio. He's like, we need to get over here right now. Fucking fire department comes, they fucking get all suited up, and they go downstairs, and it, like, there's no electricity in the back room. It's fucking pitch black. Yeah. And they, and they got their little fucking Because of the remodel or whatever? Like, there's no yeah. wiring running back there yet? We've got all loose wiring, but nothing's, yeah. like, nothing's hooked up yet. Right, right, right. And they got their little fucking O2 sensor, fucking carbon monoxide sensors, and they're, like, uh-huh. probing all around. And these two dudes, they come up. I mean, they must have been, like, fucking 20 years old. Uh-huh. And it goes, man, we got a fucking hit in the top left fucking corner of that room. And it's, like, 130 parts per million. And I was like, what does that mean? He goes, yeah. carbon monoxide is coming into your house from something. And I go, there's no fucking gas. We don't have gas here. It's all electric. That's true, yeah. And he goes, it's in the top left. Like, we need to get a hold of the city and find out what the, what is wait going on. Wait a second, on. wait a second. So these firemen are in your house, mm-hmm. and we see smoke visually, right? It's, it's not really. Not really? It's just kind of hazy? It, it's not I, I, wouldn't, like even, I wouldn't even – no, it's not even like that. It's just this really, like, I, like a chemical smell. I, I okay, can't, okay. I can't – Okay. And it, you can't open your eyes. They, they're gotcha. in full respirator gear, okay. everything. And I go, what is fucking, what's 138? Like, what does that mean? And it goes, you can't live past like 30 and it's 130. And I was like, okay, well fucking like, is my house about ready to explode? Right. Because that's the way that they painted it. Like there's There's something leaking inside there or something. Exactly. So then about five minutes later, they go downstairs and I hear a whole bunch of fucking radio chatter, and I'm like, oh, fuck, what, like... Adam 112, 419B11, we got a Code 78 here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. I'm like, Code 78? What the fuck is that? And right. they come running up the stairs with a big black fucking trash bag, and they oh. open it up, and they fucking pull out... It's like nearly on fire. It is fucking towels, bath towels, okay. soaked in boiled linseed oil that was put there two days before that. Now, the reason that they got there 
because I have a fucking boiled linseed oil tank in my basement, five gallons of it. Right. I'll, I'll do fucking Odie's on my handles. I'll leave it set. Then I'll put it in the boiled linseed oil and I'll take it out and then I'll fucking wipe them all down. That's the process. Right. right. During the remodel, that fucking tank, that tank has been on this fucking table. Whatever Joey's doing, we can't hear it, so don't worry about it. I can hear him. It's dropping. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just get you. Tank's been on the table. For years. Right. Okay. And somehow. Well, it was pushed into the back room because that's in, like, the storage room. Okay. And the contractor that I have was doing some stuff, and he pushed everything to the corner, and it was on a table that whenever he pushed it, and then he left for the day, the table fucking broke, and then five gallons of boiled linseed oil went all over my fucking floor. So later on in the day... I notice it, and then I get real fucking mad. And I call the whole fucking crew down there, and I go, look at this. Looks like you guys got to clean up some fucking oil. Would you just get home or something and saw it? Yeah. I, saw, oh, okay. I was I was gone for the afternoon. I come yeah. back, and I wanted to see what he was doing. I know yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah. oil everywhere. So it's like five gallons of fucking oil on a concrete floor. Like, it's a fucking mess. One, yeah, of the guys, yeah, yeah. one of the guys goes to the auto parts store, gets some oil dry. And so it's me and three other crew guys, right? Yeah. And we are grabbing everything that we can inside to try, soak this crap to try to soak it up. And it's like, it's going, it went underneath my fucking workbench that I built that's bolted to the fucking wall. Right. And there's so a that's little, even more of a mess. Trying to get a under little, there. Yeah, and there's a little bit of fucking clearance where the, the concrete slopes to the drain, and it's fucking yeah. pouring out of there, and we're fucking sopping it all up. And you got these big utility trash bags, right? We're fucking throwing towels in there, paper towels, fucking oil, everything in these bags. One bag goes to the, to the fucking trailer. Two bags go to the trailer. Three bags go to the trailer. And then the final bag had two towels in it that got overlooked. And thrown into the very back corner of my freaking bathroom that's getting remodeled in the fucking complete darkness with no fucking light. And it just sat there for two fucking days and it turned into a fucking chemical bomb. True goddamn story. It, if that game that I went to go see at my in-law's house would have started 30 minutes later, if it would have gone into overtime, if I would have yeah. stayed there and had some fucking ice cream or something. The house probably would have fucking burned Because it was, like, right at the point where it was mm-hmm. getting ready to ignite. Whenever he took that fucking bag, we had to – I found a, a fucking, like, a, a basin, a fucking galvanized basin, and he put yeah. all the shit in there. Fucking shit just caught on fire because it was so Instantly. windy, just whoosh, just like that. Damn. That's crazy. And it would have – Moral like, of the story. No fucking linseed oil in the house anymore, Period. This is the second You still gonna use time. it in the, in the shop though? I haven't. Oh, I haven't. Okay. I mean, I've got my tank. It's just sitting in my yard because I'm afraid of it now. It's like <laughs> so. I've been telling. I've been. Tell, I told Matt like, you know, you put in your stories a couple times. Linseed oil rags catching on fire in your fire pit mm-hmm. outside. Like, yep. You know, that's in the middle of summer. I think was the last one. It's hot yep. shit out. The air is blowing a little bit. It's perfect conditions for it to ignite. A lot of people think the linseed oil rag thing is bullshit, um, but. Matt the other day throws some linseed oil rags in the burn barrel, mm-hmm. and he everybody knows here you don't light a fire without like me being here. Yep. 
So I came back from wherever. I think it was like Home Depot or something. I was like, do you like the burn barrel? He's like, no, you did. I was like, no, I didn't. I was gone. He's like, holy shit. I'm like, God, right. goes, it's threw, real. He goes, yeah, that's exactly what he said. He goes, I threw a bunch of linseed oil rags in there this morning. I'm like, wow, isn't that amazing? It really is a thing. And I've been telling him, I'm like, dude, that shit's no joke because we've watched, I've watched it personally. I throw mm-hmm. linseed oil rags in the forge, in the mm-hmm. coal forge. And anything that can catch on fire in there, it doesn't matter. It's like yeah. going up a flu. It's all controlled conditions, whatever. And uh I've seen it. I've, like, left for the day, came back the next morning, and the full forge is sitting there, like, smoldering yeah. just from a rag. And I'm like, damn, that's pretty wild. It's um, it's just so, gnarly. I wonder what chemically does it, though. Like, what? So, because it's supposed to be. Let me tell you. Lin- flaxseed? Is it flaxseeds? Is that what the linseed so. oil is from? So it- it's whenever so whenever the oil is trying to evaporate. It's Did you heated. learn this from the fireman? I no, I was I was fucking telling him. Oh, oh okay, okay. He was yeah. like, it "Sounds like you're the expert on linseed oil." Like, <laughs> Where's my badge, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> so whenever whenever it is drying and evaporating, it right. cause it causes heat when that that chemical reaction from okay. a, like a liquid to a fucking gas. Uh huh. Um, and if you have enough of it balled up very tightly, yeah. it just generates he- enough heat where it will spontaneously combust because it's just trying to turn into vapor. Interesting. Meanwhile, so, people like coat their floors, coat their houses, coat everything with it. But I guess since they can breathe, there's no danger yeah, of it. it exactly. So uh, let, rewind the tape like five or six years. Uh-huh. I, I nearly had a linseed oil fire in my house. Same fucking room. I did not know. I was not aware of that. And I had a burning fucking trash can. I ran up the stairs with a burning fucking trash can. So then I built the fire pit. And I've been very, very diligent about not having any paper towels. Nothing fucking coated in linseed oil. But in the heat of the moment, when you got three other guys trying to fucking stop shit. Clean up up a mess, yeah. It just got overlooked. It just got overlooked. Linseed oil use has declined over the past several decades with the increased availability of synthetic alkyd resins, which function similar, similar, similarly, but resists yellow, yellowing. This is wild. Linseed oil is also an edible oil. I didn't know it that. It's a dietary supplement and a source of linolenic acid and omega-3 fatty acids. In parts of Europe, it is traditionally eaten with potatoes and cork, whatever cork is. That sounds disgusting. You Europeans are weird. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's kind of kind of bizarre. There's no thing, there's no, like, thing that says, warning, warning, will, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no thing that says, like, uh, it, it could catch on fire. So, oil will be used as fishing oil for like things like grilled meats, boiled vegetables, cooked grains, salad dressings, a bowl of soup, or even smoothies or shakes. Weird. I did not yeah. know any of that. Mm-hmm. So being around woodworking, like there's always been in every like in my fucking vocational shop, there's always a red bucket with like a this fucking is how sealed lid. Fucked our country is. All there right. is a USDA ad on the Googles that says how much of a percentage of linseed oil you should have per day. What? So one tablespoon is 21% of your daily fat intake. 
and it has zero sugar, zero carbs. That is totally bizarre. Uh, that is very bizarre. Don't go at, drinking linseed oil. At no point have I ever been like, seed oil. Mm, I'm going to taste this. It does <laughs> smell good. It does smell good. Not on fire, it doesn't. No. So there's always fucking big sealable bins for oily rags, for like stains, finishes, polyurethane, that sort of right. stuff. So I've always been aware of it, but like linseed oil, like whenever you're talking about this, it's all fucking natural. You don't like it wasn't just in my forethought of like, oh, I need to take care of these two. Yeah. That's why it was overlooked years ago, but now I'm fucking crazy about it. So you put Odie's on your handles, and then, so you do the whole wipe down, and then you soak them in linseed oil? Sometimes yes, and sometimes yeah. no. I mean, it okay. just really depends on just, I'm genuinely handles. asking for myself, because I was talking about, I don't like the brown sometimes color that's left from linseed oil soak, like on the metal and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, these a brown film if you leave it on there too long or soaks too long. So it does, it's not that it soaks too long, it's just not cleaned off. So whenever yeah. you pull it out of the oil, then you need to right. wipe it down, hence you have a whole bunch of fucking oily rags. Well, I think that shit kind of impregnates a lot too. And some, so it, like, it does. Yeah. But whenever, like, I, I have a ton of old axes where people will just dip their heads in right. linseed oil and right. pull them off. And just let them dry. Let them hang, yeah. And they'll, and they'll be the big fucking... It's almost like up. a wax. It's a, it is. It's yeah. like a thick coating. But what I do um, is I'll just pull it out and I'll wipe it all down, wipe it all down, wipe it all yeah. down until it's all fucking gone. And you're right. It does. It gets into the pores of the steel yeah. or whatever. And it really freaking... It darkens anything up. It doesn't yeah. matter what it is. But you, if you don't get it off, then it's a fucking pain. Or if you try to get it off like, a little too late, then it's yeah. just this sticky, gummy mess that's, like, like... maple syrup. Then you need to fucking put it back in oil, yeah. re- reconstitute it, and fucking, like, right. wipe it all yeah, down. Yeah, it's, like, literally turns into, like, a syrupy, it's sticky... fucking disgusting. What's, what's the alternative, do you think, for somebody out there that's, like, soaking, wants to soak handles or soak anything in some sort of oil? What's an alternative to linseed oil? Well, people use, like, they'll... A lot of these fucking, like, bushcraft nerds, they'll do, like... Pine tar and fucking yeah, uh, but that's still that's still over. It's initially that's very sticky, but it does wear away and kind of turn into this nice grippy kind of feeling thing. But I've seen the uh, pine tar thing. I'm asking you, have you ever done the like Matt used to do uh, linseed oil and turpentine fifty fifty mix? So you ever heard of that? Of course. And yeah, people do all these things. Uh-huh. And I've never just I've never bought into it because boiled linseed oil works perfectly if you don't have fucking rags. And yeah, I'm just asking though, what would be an alternative? Do you think Odie's? Yeah, but you can't really soak with that. I, you can I, wipe down, but it doesn't get into the grains. So well. I'm asking if you want to set something and let it soak. I'm asking for myself, but you're missing the point. <laughs> and I'm not missing the point. So what on the hand, on handles. So Odie's no, say makes, the whole thing's done. Say the whole thing's done, and you want to soak it. Whole thing's done. I don't, Everything's I don't, assembled. Mm. Yeah. So Odie's makes two different types of oil. They make I have a them couple. All. Have them all. I do. I have them all. You have the penetrating have, oil. Yes, we bought that. I don't think it does that. I think it does the exact same thing the other thing does. I don't I'm, think there's. I'm, it doesn't feel like there's a difference in products to me. I love it. I use the shit out of it. 
Matt buys them all the time. I don't think there's like, I'm not like, ooh, this is really in there. Not like a soak and linseed oil, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you could penetrate and get shit out of the ODs, you let it sit for a day, it kind of looks just, eh. It's, it's, it's okay, it's a good finish, but yeah. it's still kind of like, eh. It's not like a linseed oil bath, you pull it I, out. I know, there is you know a difference. I mean? That's what and I'm trying to say. What would be the alternative? Like, I, I don't like have a good mineral answer. Oil soak? Is there? A, I wonder who would know that because everybody uses like linseed oil turpentine in a mm-hmm. vat, and you're mm-hmm. just literally just dunking it. Yep. There's got to be an alternative though to it because of the. I hate fire. I know it's a total oxymoron, but I am like the biggest stickler about fire and anything that can catch on fire or potentially, you know, spark. You know, I I tell the guys. Every evening, like, hey, make sure we're safe. Make sure all the wood chips are cleaned up and shit swept up and put in the burn barrel and, like, everything's mm-hmm. good to go so I can close my eyes at night and not have to worry about. But Dude, uh, today. If anybody knows an alternative to linseed oil, like soaking, good finish, not, don't give me your bullshit, like, oh, try this product. I want to hear, like, mm-hmm. a real, real life. I'm sure fucking, like, super nerd, like, bushcraft nerds are going to think of something. I don't and, think they really care about finishes as much. Initially well, they do, but over time, like those bushcraft guys, they get, they show me their knives and shit. They're like rusty and the fucking guards yeah. are always like little deer fat in them and they're rusty and shit. You know, it's like, oh, this is, I'm just talking about like fit, finish, quality, done. Like look yeah. how it's hard to beat linseed oil is basically what I'm getting to. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting I, stuff. I, I've, I've been to car shows where they, you know, this patina look, it's coated yeah. in linseed oil. What do you mean, the car itself? The car itself. Like for yeah. the rat rods and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard that. It has a glossy like, sheen, uh, plus it has, like, that, that little coating on there that we're talking about. I was talking to Matt's brother, and uh, we were talking about um, finishes on uh, clean steel, because I'm a big, like, a lot of the tools I restore, I hate painting. I would mm-hmm. rather just have, and a lot of times the the tool looks way better without paint. Mm-hmm. Like, stop painting it. People out there, stop painting your tools. Stop painting your vices, you weirdos. Uh, anyway. Like, what kind of vice? Any, just stop painting vices. Stop it. Get some help. Anyway. Oh, um, no, 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 no. Back up for a second here. I've got nice powder, 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 coated. powder coated. You powder coated them. Yeah. Okay. It's totally different. Okay. Powder coating is totally different. Go paint your rims on your car. And then go powder coat your rims on your car. Oh, and tell me which sure. one's better. Well, there's a reason <laughs> why I powder coat the same them. way. I, th- I I look at these dudes that paint vices as something that's never going to get used ever again. Yeah, I, I ran paint for like a month, and I was like, "Fuck this!" It just yeah, chips. It's, and just, it's terrible. Right, if you're actually going to use the tool, yeah. H- hence why I don't like painting big giant tools. Like mm-hmm. I'll do the I'll do black finishes on a lot of stuff, but mostly just give me the. Raw cast or the raw steel, the raw forging, whatever the material is. Like, I just want to see it, how it came out of the factory before it got 16 so, layers of bullshit. Right. <laughs> so would you, would, would there ever be a scenario where you're like, you have a, a hammer or something and it's uh-huh. really big and you fucking needle it to death and you take everything down yeah. and you're like, man, that, that looks fucking great. Just like that. I'm going to, yep. I'm going to like wipe on some linseed oil or like no. just leave it. Don't yeah, because linseed oil on the casting, because I've tested it. I actually have some new stuff coming that mm. I can't I can't wait to try. That's a new product that's out. Everybody has these waxes and these balms. I know. These, it. I I'm not shitting it. on anybody's 
in particular products, but we have been sent a lot in the last couple months. And <laughs> we're like, to the point where it's like, they all kind of do the same thing, guys. You know, they all I, do. I love that you're trying to get out there and do something, but there's no like ultimate, this is the best. Yeah. There isn't. I've tried them all. I've tested them over periods of time. I'm not talking about cool pictures for Instagram. I'm talking about shit that's cleaned, sitting for a month, two months, in the elements, look the same as the product from 1960. You know, it's like there's no revolutionary new chemical that's came out and, like, this is the end-all, be-all. There's nothing better. Um, as far as the linseed, like you were saying, just wipe the whole thing down on linseed oil. Mm -hmm. I've tried it, and what mm -hmm. it does is even if you wipe off the excess, mm -hmm. it's still over time on raw steel or cast iron, especially because cast iron is very porous. It'll leave this brownish mm -hmm. uh, kind of maple so it's syrupy. Yeah. It, it's not really, though. I think what it is is the, the linseed oil, you can't get out all the nooks and crannies. It's like what you're saying, how if you yeah. people leave their shit set. So on tools, the initial finish is like, damn, that's amazing. Yep. Um, but I've got a lot of questions. That's probably like my number one question when I finish a tool or something is like, how do you finish that? Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, dude, you try like a million things. Mm -hmm. I try so many different things to to actually see what lasts long. But I have something new on the way that I'm kind of excited to use. Um, and when I get it, I'll, I'm going to do like a real live, like uh, what they used to do, like on the as seen on TV. This one sat for two months, and this mm -hmm. one, you know what I mean? Like do the tape line and show. Because <laughs> I want to see, I want to see like if this stuff is going to be the shit. Goes from wow cool. to sham wow. Yeah. But I think our boy Dustin over, uh, what's the, is it Brownie? Brownie, mm -hmm. what's his name? Uh, is it Stevens? Dustin Stevens? Is that his name? I just know him about Brownie. Brownie. Is it Dustin? He literally lives in your state. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. He sent us some stuff called Brownie Butter. Oh, God. Fuck. And it comes in a chapstick tube. Oh, God. So you know what a chapstick tube looks like, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. And then the tins are, like, the size of a quarter. And he, Dustin, he wants you to not, finish. He wants you Dustin, to finish. I'm not power on your product. No, no, no. This is for knives. This is for knives, okay? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's trying this new product. Shout out to him. Love that people try new things and maybe something catch on, you know, whatever. But I, the, when it came in the pet, came in the mail, I'm like, I can't do anything with this. <laughs> so I just get great lip balm. I, I know. I gave it to Matt and I was like, here, try this stuff. Tell me. I told him, I told him that I would tell him if it sucks or not. So Matt's gonna, he's got a couple knives he's working on right now. And generally, uh, the stuff we make kind of sits before it gets shipped a little bit just to mm -hmm. make sure like nothing kind of changes with the humidity and the yeah. color, you know? And, uh, so Matt's, Matt makes a lot of stuff that sits around. So I told him try some of this on some stuff. But I gave him a little chapstick too. He's like, that's kind of a cool applicator though for like a knife. Oh like, yeah. You want to use a little chapstick, a little, little get in around the guard and the, all yeah, the little a good idea. And stuff. Yeah, it's a good idea. Instead of just taking your gnarled up dry ass finger and slathering it all over it. But so whenever JC came here to go to maker camp, he, I was. Oh, going, I gotta call him by the way. Okay. JC. JC let me smoke his tobacco pipe. That oh, yeah, camp. yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my sister-in-law heard that story. Because <laughs> Amy was telling her, like, oh, Chris smoked his tobacco pipe. And I loved it. I absolutely freaking loved it. It was just casual, chill. He had some great tobacco in there. I have no idea what it was. It was, like, just tasted really good. Mm -hmm. And um, 
so she buys me this badass, like, handmade <laughs> tobacco pipe that came with this case and everything. Really? For, yeah, for Christmas. And I was like, dang, this is, like, too nice. I wanted something, like, kind of I could carry around and not worry about fucking up. This thing's, like, beautiful, now, though. Professor so, Plum now. Yeah, exactly. So I want to call. I was thinking more Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> no, you're too dumb I wanted for that. To, uh, I wanted to ask JC what that tobacco he had was because it was pretty good just to sit there and just casually puff on around the fire and stuff. But I, anyway. I remember you. You're like, man, this is fucking good. This it was really good. good. And I tried these tobacco pouches or not tobacco. I'm sorry. Nicotine pouches the other mm-hmm. day. Uh, they're called Zen pouches. This isn't mm-hmm. like an endorsement for them or anything. <laughs> but I've tried chewing tobacco years and years and years ago and like threw up mm-hmm. instantly. Hate that shit. But. We were at an event over the weekend. This guy, like, pulls out this little pouch of Zins, which is just nicotine, right? Yep. I said, oh, can I try one of those? He says, yeah. He says, you take one of these, you won't worry about smoking a cigarette. And I was like, oh, okay. Dude, I put that thing in my cheek. I thought there was cocaine in this thing. (laughs) (laughs) I've never done cocaine, but that thing sent me to the moon. I start. Listen, this is a pouch about the yep. size of your thumbnail. Yep, yep. And I put it in my, my gum and cheek, mm-hmm. and it like, woo! I was like Ric Flair. And, oh, and they're sitting there, and they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, man, oh, yeah, this baby. is like some high – dude, I, 30 seconds was the tops that I could do. I got really? that thing out of my mouth and threw it into the woods. I was like, how the hell are you doing that? And he's just like – Help me quit smoking. I'm like, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Because it was just literally just pure nicotine. And it was like six milligrams, which I, I, I'm i assuming was a lot. Because yeah. it like knocked you know. me on my ass. So I started coughing. Like I was really? Coughing. Yeah, man. It was like it tore me up for a second. Oh, shit. Like one of those like, damn, my body wasn't ready for all that. So what now? Nothing. You want to try? No, no, I can't. Dude. I just want. I want to. You brought up JC. I want to hit JC up and ask him what oh, that yeah. tobacco was that he got. Anyway, he came there before making camp, and he's looking at my leather stuff, and I've got some uh, like normal fucking leather product also. Yeah, and he's like, "Why do you have this? I make some." I go, "I've had that for fucking years." Like I don't. Oh, like uh, like uh, the the, Le- re- leather, the conditioner stuff. Yeah, leather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It fucking lasts forever, and if I don't use that, I use some fucking Odie's. Yeah. Like, my point is, is that these fucking people, like, they make all this stuff that is readily available and is fucking good. Like, I don't yeah. need to make something that is fucking great. And I've been using yeah. it on my leather fucking sheets literally for seven years. Perfectly There's fine. a product that I'm going to plug right now only because they started following me on Instagram. And I was like, yo, what? This company's been in business since, like, the 50s or something. And it's called Croil. It's a penetrating oil. Mm, yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't know about Croil because they're not in the game as far as, um, like, they're not deep in, like, restorations or machinery or stuff like that. Everybody knows about WD-40 and PV mm-hmm. Blaster, which essentially is, like, horse shit in the machining world. Like, okay. that's water it's piss it literally means nothing to people that actually work on machines like croil is the end-all be-all stuff i think it's been around since the 30s or 40s something like that 
anyway, badass shit. The way I found out about it was I have this world-renowned machinist that lives up the road from me who builds, like, crazy engines and stuff from scratch, like airplane engines and what? boat engines. Yeah, he's known literally all across the world. And he – this was years ago. I, I was into uh, hit-and-miss steam engines. Okay. Still still am. I used to have a little collection, but I got rid of it because they're a pain in the ass to travel with. They're very, mm-hmm. very, very heavy. And when you're not using them, they just sit around. But I had one that I had bought that was completely – Locked up, literally mm-hmm. been sitting out in the field probably for a hundred years. No exaggeration. Mm-hmm. And he's like, gives me this can of Croil. It comes in an orange can with black writing on it. K R O I L. It's mm-hmm. amazing. I did like, he goes a little bit of this goes a long way. Tommy's like 78 or something. So when a guy mm-hmm. like that tells you that, mm-hmm. you listen. Okay. So I That's take fair. a little bit of that, put it in the cylinder. This motor would not turn for nothing. Literally put it in the cylinder, let it sit for like an hour. Yeah. Move the flywheel one inch, two inches, three inches, four inches, kept turning it, and it broke loose. Okay, Good what grief. is this? What is this stuff? You know, it's like this stuff is Magic amazing. sauce. It's coil. It's 25 bucks a can, which mm-hmm. is pretty expensive for an oil, but it's the best stuff ever. But anyway, they just recently, I don't know if the company, if the son, grandson, great-grandson took the company over, and they started doing social media, and they followed me last week. And I was like, yo, hey, if I'm going to, like, sell out for anybody, I'll sell out for you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm out some, uh, you want to do some Coral ads over here? You know, we're storing a lot of antique machinery. Oh, God, that's funny. It was pretty cool, though, and then... uh, I would love to work with those guys though because I use that shit all the time, and I think Tommy gets mad because he's a he's a, a vendor for it. He doesn't mm-hmm. get mad, but I'm always like, "Hey man, you got any of that croil?" <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, I got one can left. Come over and buy it." I'm like, "All right, I'll be over." Because I use the crap out of it. It like mm-hmm. best penetrating oil on the planet, hands down. If you're if you're not using it, you're fucking around. You're playing games mm. because it's it's the best shit ever. If you're working with in, industrial equipment or machines or anything like that, that could potentially have stuck bolts. So what, do you, and, what do you think makes it different? I, I'm assuming it's just like a proportion. No, it's uh, what do they call it? Like a proprietary. Yeah, proprietary formula. I think that's all it is, and it's been around since the 30s. It smells like nothing else. It doesn't stink like we call. People in the trades call PB Blaster skunk piss. Really? It's like the nastiest smelling shit ever. I don't think it smells that nasty. Yeah, it's it's terrible. If you actually use penetrating oils and stuff, PB Blaster is disgusting smelling. Uh, WD-40 changed their formula within the last 10 years, and it's basically water now. It's mm. water that smells like WD-40. It literally does nothing. WD-40 is absolute trash as far as penetrating right. oils go. It'll stop the squeaks and all that crap, but um, it's I not bought, all that anymore. I bought two containers of uh, stuff from Caswell. Are you Castrol? Castrol? No, Caswell. Caswell. Caswell? They do a lot that. of finishing, a lot of buffing Oh, yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. A lot of um, – I got two, I think, pints of it or quarts. They're not quarts, not pints. I don't fucking know. Yeah. That stuff, I mean, if you get it within 
I don't know, 40 feet of a yeah, flame. That shit a, they make a lot of uh, patina stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they make so a I'll, lot of stuff to, like, bluing compounds and stuff like that if you want to, like. So I think they had some oxidizing thing that I wanted to try out. Yeah. And it, I didn't. I didn't get it to freaking go, so, but I part of the everything that I got was this some of this penetrating oil, yeah. And I haven't used it in a while, and I forgot about it until this little conversation. And that stuff was fucking banging. I don't know what the fuck it was, right? But it just has like you know a fucking a black and white skull label on it. Don't get close <laughs> to fire. <laughs> I'm sure it's got a fucking like. Make sure you get rid of all your rags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was fucking. That'll go up and. Speaking of, nothing. how's business been good? Business been good or bad? Uh, business is good. Yeah. I, mean, I don't fucking know, dude. Like I don't know where I am. Still in your little slump. I don't fuck yeah, I, I told I told Britt over the weekend, I said, I don't I don't know if I'm going to Blade Show and she was like, What? And I go, yeah. I haven't even I haven't even bought a fucking table yet. Right. I don't know, dude. I just don't fucking know. When is it again? June, June. First week yeah. of June. That's right, that's right. And that'll be here before you know it. Shoot I, I, I know. So if yeah. I'm doing it I like I need to fucking get a table. Yeah. But you know, like here's here's the thing. And I don't know. It's like you. Whenever you go to fucking Kroger, and mm-hmm. like no one is at the fucking cash register until it's yeah. time to check out, yeah. and then everyone's fucking there. Yeah. So like that's kind of going on right now with all of my supplies. I'm getting gotcha. low on packaging stuff, low on fucking bubble wrap. Right. And then I then I go out over the fucking weekend and I fucking pull the air hose and the whole fucking my my whole fucking thing just falls apart. What my, thing? my fucking the hose reel that's bolted oh, up to the oh, wall yeah, 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 yeah. nearly falls a fucking part. It's all and why do like, they make those such a pain in the ass to put up and down to? It's awful. Like, can we not come up with a better system than what we have? Dude, it's fucking you got ridiculous. A, you got a bolt behind the reel, and like it's, you can't get yeah. a tool back in there. What are we doing? So like, I, whenever <laughs> I mounted mine, I bolted yeah. it to a big flat board. Yeah, of course. Then, so and, like then I, I fucking, and then bolted the board to the... Well, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if you just want to buy a hose reel and put it on a bean oh, in your shop, it. it's no. the biggest pain in the ass ever. Stupid. And you can't take the reel off the bracket and like Matt Stupid. bought an expensive one. The last one we that I think he bought, I spent I think he spent two hundred fifty dollars on it. It's got a hundred foot reel on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weighs like eighty pounds. You got to hold it up over your shoulder on a ladder to like <laughs> get it off. You know, because when you hang them, right. you're not hanging them at oh. ground level. Sure, you hang them up so they're out of the way. That's the whole point of them. Right. And it's like you can't get a tool to bolt it to anything. It's such a piece of crap. So anyway. Um so all of them are fucking they're all the same. They're just yeah. like a rebranded, repackaged fucking Chinese harbor freight bullshit. Crap. Yeah. And so I was on Amazon today and I was like, I'm gonna get a fucking good one. Fuck yeah. this fucking thing. They don't exist. They don't exist. No, they don't you, exist. You could pay a hundred dollars or two hundred and fifty dollars yeah. and they're Basically the same. Yeah. Matt, the one Matt bought, he's like, man, that was the most expensive one on Amazon. And it came with a 100-foot hose that maybe has a quarter-inch airline on it. Really? Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's how they get a 100-foot of hose on there because you ain't oh. getting – you got a fifty-price right. hose on this big, giant – seriously, <laughs> you do. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, damn, that hose is kind of like Disney on there. That's what, that's what you say for, like, bullshit. Disney? Yeah, it's kind of Disney. You know, it's like uh, toys. Yeah. It's like Fisher yeah, Price toys I, I and it. shit. 
And uh, he always says Gucci. Oh, that thing's fucking Gucci. <laughs> Gucci. I think that's a young. That's a young kid's term now. That means something's good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. But um, anyway, or or he says hammered ass. It's either hammered ass or Gucci. Or Gucci. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, fucking boy. straight hammered ass. Fucking idiot, Justin. What a dipshit. All right, we gotta wrap this up. I gotta go. I got shit to do. I'm busy as hell. Is business good for you? Yeah, yeah, we're rocking. I'm doing good. Been getting some tool restoration jobs. Uh, got some more in the works this week. I'm going to pick some stuff up. I changed my main hammer in the shop, which is really cool. Uh, cool. my buddy Aaron Ayler's buying, he's the one that originally sold me that hammer. He's buying that back. It's actually going to go in the school. At the 50 the, pound? Yeah, the little giant. I got a mm-hmm. cool, uh, 100 pound Chambersburg steam hammer. In there now, which is really cool. They didn't make that many of them, so it's a pretty unique piece. Uh, just finished a big drill press restoration for a customer in Houston. And I have another job that I'm working on right now that goes to Las Vegas. Dang. And I was trying to have it done and shipped by the end of the week, and then they were like, hey, you know, like, the Super Bowls, like, Vegas mm-hmm. is probably going to be a fucking clusterfuck. And I was like, oh, mm. yeah. So I'm actually going to, like, hold off. And finish it next week. I'm, I'm working on it now, but I was trying to like bust ass and get it done yeah. and have it shipped by the end of the week. It's a big job and, uh, you know, tractor trailer and everything. And then I'm like, nah, I'll just hold off and wait till next week. But yeah. And then I did the website thing for the pre-sale on the Rod Iron Hammers, which I'm working on right now. Mm-hmm. And that shit sold out in three hours. That's fucking awesome, and dude. I was like, holy shit. It's pretty cool. And I found out that there's like, uh, people out there, because I've been doing a lot. I did a post about it on, on Instagram, but like I was doing the. Uh, a lot of times, I give everybody first come first serve deal on anything mm-hmm. I make, you know, and it, that's the only place it gets posted is Instagram. I don't have any other social media platforms or anything like that. So I did the hammer pre-sale, did a little video like, hey, if you, you mm-hmm. don't get to see the hammers when they go up, here's an opportunity. And I just watched. It was good for the website too to watch the website run because the website's been up since August and I've never used it. Oh shit. August of last year. Yeah. So one cool thing was I didn't know anybody that bought a hammer. Oh, like I didn't yeah. know them, know them. They were like right. random people except for Eric from hand tool rescue, because he's like, Hey, I want to mm. buy a hammer, but you don't have international shipping set up. Mm. So it gave me mm-hmm. an opportunity. I was like, give me a few minutes. Let me work on this and see if I can get this part sorted out. Cause I didn't, my brain didn't even go to international shipping when I set it up. For it's one, stupid it's always, that, it's always it's a pain in the ass, Canada. too. Yeah. Huh? It's stupid that Canada is international. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it's it, fucking it, stupid. It, was, uh, it didn't occur to me. that. People, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, well, wait a second. I send these bottle openers all over the damn world. Right, you right. Know? And I'm like, I, could, I didn't think about a hammer going, you know, international or whatever. But anyway, they sold out in three hours. And then the wave of people like, hey, I went to the website. Everything says sold out. I was like, yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's how it goes. Old, I was literally only doing 10, and I gave people the option. You can have this style or this style. Buy which one you want. As soon as 10 are done, that's it. So I've been working on those right now. Uh, everything's really good, though. I'm I'm very, very happy. I got this kid, Evan, that's kind of helping me a couple days a week. He's been cool to have around. Matt's doing good. Everything's all good. good. Everything's good. I'm ready for fuck winter to be over. I won't be mad one bit if it doesn't snow anymore. Bring on spring, baby. 
Actually, we can chill with the temperatures. Give me like those 50 degree days, sunny, you know. It doesn't have to be 100, zero to 100 in no that time. Was, that was us uh, yesterday and the day before. It's yeah, that's us this nice. week. This, uh, yeah. That's us this week. Right now it's like 45 out. and that's so People think nice. that's cold, and I'm like, that's perfect. Yeah. Have a, have a hoodie on, just working away, man. But yep. anyway, anything else? No. So Chris Cash is good as a person. I'm rocking. I'm good, man. I'm feeling really good, actually. This year is going to fucking rock. Uh, thank you all to, thank you to everybody out there that supports what we do. As always, I know we say it at the end of every podcast, but, uh, we love you guys. We love our little community we got, even though we do podcasts once every six months now. Well, I want, um, and so this is on me because this is 100% on you and tell them what I told you. I was getting her. I pulled okay. it up, bitch. <laughs> uh, it says <laughs> word for word. Uh, if we don't do a podcast next week, I'm starting a new podcast. <laughs> there you go. That's it. And my response was, I'm ready when you are. <laughs> and here we are. And here we are. You don't get that a new podcast do. yet, people. He still wants to record, so here we are. <laughs> Thanks again to everybody out there. Uh, yeah. Thank you, everyone. I don't know what else to say. Thank you, everyone. Repost this shit in your stories. Give me some funny uh, gifts. You guys are our community, the Axe and Iron crowd. You guys are the best reposters of stories. They really are. Ever. They really ever. are. And they make little fucking things. On, yes. Like, the animations. Yeah, you guys do the whole. Good. You give me a whole. Uh, what's his name? I think very deeply. What's his yeah, name? George. And George. He does the best he does. stories. His are and then it's awesome. followed by like uh, Noah. From Smiling Wolf Workshop, he does a lot. No, They're yeah, really yeah, yeah. Cool. He, yes. Um, who else? Oh, there's a bunch of you guys out there. But repost the shit. Share the word. Do Maybe it. we'll start recording more. Maybe we, we won't. Who knows? Listen, of course If we, we don't record more, I'm Let, starting a new wh- podcast. <laughs> whenever <laughs> – fuck you, you fucking asshole. So whenever whenever the house is done, like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. then really the problem. Shut the yeah. hell up. You used it, to do it from the shop. You record so it, the podcast from the shop. Don't give me that been, shit. It's been freezing ass fucking cold. So what? And you stand next to a wood stove. That's our podcast, baby. Quit being a bitch. Fucking thing up. That's a wrap. <laughs> fucking dick. That's a wrap on the axe and iron podcast. Oh, and Ben from Condorosa. Oh, yeah, yeah, Benny, yeah. He always does good repost, too. He does, he does. Love you guys. Bye!